because preferably there would be a period of chastity. Like not even chastity. I don't even know why I keep saying that word. It's <laughs> Especially when we know you don't even, you know, you, you like... I don't going. subscribe to those values now. <laughs> but I'm just... I, I really want to protect Shori. No, I mean, and in my head, for some reason, protection comes in the form of, I don't know, chastity belts. <laughs> Saya here and welcome back to our monthly long yak. We're changing things up again a little and the big one is that we're changing our name from the stars in my pocket podcast to drumroll, can I have drumroll, dramas over flowers. Uh, this yak we're sticking to our watch lists which are unusually short so in currently airing shows we talk about time and Kim Jong-un's departure from the show, uh, 30 but 17, your house helper, and we go way back in time to revisit classic rom-com Full House and the slightly more recent My Princess. We hope you enjoy it. See you on the other side. Hi everyone, this is Saya. This is Anissa. And this is Paul. Oh, it's mine. Sorry. (laughs) 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 What? Uh, yeah, uh, so we are uh, a little short on time, uh, this long yak, so it's going to be a short long yak. And uh, we're going to start by talking about um, a drama that has a bit of controversy attached to it, and that's time. Well, I wouldn't say it's controversy exactly, but um, probably everyone's heard by now that uh, Kim Jong-kyun, the lead actor, has had to drop out of the show due to health problems, um, hmm. eating disorder and eating and sleeping disorders. Um, and I'm not sure if anyone who's watched, probably people who are watching are aware, but also um, before the show started, there was a little bit of a thing where he was criticised for his behaviour at the press conference. Um and at the time, it was explained as uh, what is it called? Um, it was too into the character. Yeah, being, yeah. yeah exactly. Um, but kind of retrospectively looking at it, it seems like you know his problems have been continuing for quite some time, which is actually really sad. Um, you guys aren't watching this show. Um, I am, and mm. I'm current on it as well. Um, it's not a spoiler to say that his character was meant to die anyway. So his character, central arc of his character is that he's terminally ill. He's been diagnosed um, with a brain tumour, uh, stage four, months to live. So um, I, read, I read somewhere else that the origin, uh, the writers did say that he was always meant to die at the end of the show. Oh, uh, the other thing about the show is that it's from one of the writers of Secret, uh, the Jason Grammer. So do you see the do you see a similar flair in this? Like Oh absolutely. I love this show. So I'm actually like on the one hand, I'm kind of wrecked by the idea of him leaving because he has he commands this show. He's like got so much charisma and I don't know what the show will be without him. But at the same time, it's especially if you've watched the most recent episodes, which uh, let me just check what the most recent episode was. Okay, 1920. So the most recent episode, uh, 1920, which in the standard count would be episode 10. So it would have been uh, 16 hours. These episode counts are so annoying. So 32 episodes, i.e. the standard usual 16, but, you know, split in half uh, for for the ad reasons. Um, So where was I going with that? I can't remember. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you were talking about the latest episode and how oh, right. So, really right. good. Um, so in the latest episodes, and this is after the news that he's leaving, um, but his character hasn't been killed off yet. So basically they've moved up his fate. So I imagine the way to write him out, out of the show will be by him just dying sooner than they planned. Um, but it's actually really distressing to watch now because he. it's hard to separate and you know, mm-hmm. I'm not saying he's not a professional. He absolutely is. But you watch him, and you're like, that exhaustion looks too yeah. real. It like he, he looks like death warmed over. Frankly, like in the preview for the next week's episode, he really looked that bad. And, and think, go on. No, sorry. I I was just gonna say I'm sure that when he's already going through all this, you know, um, 
mental health and, you know, physical unwellness already. I'm sure that playing someone who's also unwell and having to like put yourself through all these really emotionally wrenching scenarios, it couldn't have helped him with his health, you know, when he's already feeling so bad and like even just not sleeping will make you so much more emotionally unbalanced by itself. You know, even if that's not caused by some kind of deeper physiological or psychological issues. So I, my heart really goes out to him. Yeah. It's, it's really distressing to, to see that now. So I hope that he goes and takes a really long break and gets better. And sometimes fans make you kind of like the entitlement of fans who are rude. It's just like, why, why do you think you can say those things? Cause they're, you know, uh, even in the English-speaking community, people have been really rude about this. Really? Because, because of his co-star, uh, is it Sohyun? Who is, remind me who she is. Uh, Girls' Generation. She's right. from Girls' Generation, yeah. So they're like, you know, he's disrespecting her. And oh, like, my Lord. Are you serious? Um, and that said, she's doing a really good job in the show, I think. I mean, I haven't seen her. I don't recall watching her in any other dramas. Um but I think she's doing a good job handling her character. Her character's quite, you know, intense, also depressed, also quite sort of, uh, like, gr- becoming hard. As in, she's uh, suffered the loss of every member of her family, um, literally has nothing left to live for. Um, it's it's It didn't start off as a revenge drama, but it's kind of morphed into one. And I like revenge dramas. you know know, it's interesting like if you're gonna remove your heart and not be a human being who cares uh, about anyone else except yourself or the quality of the show I mean even if you were gonna just say oh well for Sohyun it sucks or whatever which is so strange and unpleasant but wouldn't it be better for her to like have more time to explore her own character now that she's going to have to like fill in? I mean, she's the heroine, right? So I don't understand someone being like, this is disrespectful or. (laughs) Yeah, that's a good point. She's going to get actually more screen time. And if she's doing as well as she, you say she is, and it's the secret writer. So clearly they can do something interesting with her character. I think it comes from the mindset that uh, you have to be considerate of your colleagues' hard work in a project as well. So you can't be quote-unquote selfish. So even if you're sick, for instance, you can't take time off work because then your colleagues' times would be wasted. And that's like a very ingrained mindset in the workspace in Korea, right? It is, and it's very, yeah, it bothers me a lot, but... No, sure, but like individuality takes a bit of a backseat. That's just how, um, yeah, the system is. When suicide is your national epidemic, you really mm. need to pay more attention to this. It's something that I think a lot of Asian cultures struggle with is that sometimes the individual can get consumed by the group in kind of an unhealthy way, just because the way the society is set up, the group is given more priority than in some other cultures. So... Mm. Yeah, it's just it's finding a middle ground where mm. you can serve the group at the same time as looking after yourself. Yeah, that balance is really important. Mm. And he's done what, like three projects back to back, pretty much. Um, with he did School 2017, then he did Wahoo Waikiki right that's away, right. and he's gone yeah. straight from there and come to this. He's that's a lot of work for someone who that I mean he. School uh, 2017 was his first lead role. Yeah, I can see how stress might catch up to him as well, so. But he does, like, he looks properly dead on his feet. He just needs to go and take a break. Go and take a break. Let's let's just hope that at least part of it is because of excellent makeup. (laughs) I Uh, I hope so. And good acting. (laughs) Yeah, well, we are going to be wishing him all the best and sending him good thoughts and hopefully people let him rest without harassing him too much yeah or at all hopefully he'll come back with a new project when he's ready and not before that yes yeah okay so um do you guys want to cover your house helper first this is you're watching that yeah i'm watching it too (laughs) yeah i'm not watching it at all i'm afraid sorry oh okay Am I, am I the only one that's watching it? You are. I, I'm afraid so, yes. <laughs> okay, so I mean, 
Um, no, it's fine. <laughs> why is that funny? I don't know why she's apologizing. I mean, if you're not watching, you're not watching. I'm apologizing because I spend the entire month not watching dramas much. Or I've been watching dramas, but not dramas. We Apart from like 60 episode Chinese dramas, which miraculously have time for without having time for 10 episodes. Yeah, hey, it serves a portion of our listenership who appreciate that. So true, I'm, I'm very true. That. I appreciate that too. We don't cover that, that part of our audience. So. <laughs> I, I will have new uh, Chinese dramas to talk about in the next yak. Right now, I'm still <laughs> trying to finish up the last one. <laughs> Sounds good. So, um, Your House okay. Helper. I don't know. Like, I started it because um, I heard from uh, Odele Tant that it was really, it was just really heartwarming and like a really good slice of life drama, which I love slice of life. And Hasuk Jin was really good in Radiant Office. This drama kind of gave me like a mixture between, I think I mentioned it last time, but it reminded me <clears throat> of a cross between um, a poem a day and Radiant Office and that it had that feeling of like all these different stories with people who are just kind of dealing with ordinary stuff. And then there was also like some of the office things that were going on because um, Bona's character is dealing with, she's like an intern in a team where everyone really doesn't value her. And then, um, so when I started it, I really enjoyed the whole, how they sort of, all those characters kind of reconnect. And I remember when I talked about the beginning part of it, <clears throat> I was saying that you were asking me, Parma, if it's going to end up being a cohabitation drama between yeah. um, the heroine and Hatsuk Jin's character, because he's kind of not living at home anymore. And she has a house that she wants to sort of um, So does she, she, she rent it to him? So she does put it out for rent, but instead of him coming to live with her, it's her estranged high school friends. So she ends up oh. living with her best friends from high school who she kind of had a falling out with and she hasn't seen them in like, I don't know, 10 years or whatever. I Which I actually like better. better. Yeah. yeah. So that was really heartwarming, you know, them getting to, you know, coming, overcoming their misunderstandings and getting close again. And um, there's another friend who doesn't live in the house, but she's kind of the architect to get them all to live together because she wants them to make up and she doesn't understand what happened. Um, they all kind of have their own like individual arcs, which are really nice. Um, it's starting now to get a little bit, I think I'm on episode, I don't remember what episode, but it's halfway, it's more than halfway through the show. And like, I don't think it's spoiler to say that Bona and Hasuk Jin have a love line in this, but uh, it's kind of the least interesting part of the drama, I think. There was also a sexual harassment storyline, which she faced some workplace sexual harassment, and I thought they did a really good job with it. But then after that whole storyline seemed to be resolved, he, like, shows up again. And now he's, like, respects her because she stood up to him and he has a crush on her, which I'm like, what? Uh, yeah, I was like, you yeah. should have just left it. So, like, why why are you ruining it? So disappeared forever. Exactly, you should yeah. just disappear forever. Instead, he, he shows up and they're like, we thought you got transferred to another team. He was like, yeah, I was going to do that. But then I insisted that I need to come back. And you're like, why? Uh, yeah. <laughs> they had to. They had to. They just right. couldn't leave it. Be. And the thing is, it would be um accurate to how real dudes are except that the drama seems to be setting it up as like he's a romantic rival to her actual boyfriend so i, I i'm just like no uh, it's not cute yeah. it's not cute and drama you don't get to make it cute like don't do this and that's just plain creepy yeah and then there's something with his backstory about the girlfriend that abandoned him that he's been like sad about for this whole time therefore That's i sexually back. harassed other people no no okay. no the hero the hero <laughs> no no, no, no. <laughs> there's oh, this right, okay. storyline where he has this woman that he couldn't forget and like he's finally gotten over her and he wants to move on with the heroine but like that story is coming back in kind of a weird way so i don't know i'm probably going to finish it and i'm not totally caught up like i haven't watched this week's episodes but I'm not quite as happy with it as I was like two weeks ago when I was like, oh, this is so heartwarming and beautiful and the ensemble cast. Are they cleaning the house well? That's like, that's one of the things. <laughs> I mean, so one of the things that I loved most, yeah, was about like the, the parts where he like goes into people's houses and he helps them, you know, reorganize their life literally and also figuratively and they find some healing from that. And like, that was so nice. 
but because the plot movement has taken over the last few episodes, we're not getting as much of that, which kind of makes me sad. I was learning I was about, from him. About I was how about to, like, to start this. Sorry, go on. No, no, I was, like, learning tips from Hasukjin, and he's, like, so calming and, like, relaxing when he teaches you how to, like, you know, clean your dish rags in the microwave and stuff. Like, it's just great. So that's, you know, there's been less of that. Apparently, apparently that's not actually uh, useful because by killing all the old bacteria, you just make space for super bacteria. I read an article about this. So oh, what about if you just boil them in a pot? Same thing. You're killing the ones that will die in heat, but the other ones, the tough ones, they'll survive and they'll proliferate. So in fact, your sponge will be full of worse things. Uh, any you know bacteria scientist feel free to tell me mm-hmm. otherwise <laughs> so what you just like wash them in the washing machine i'm talking about like dish towels i think you're meant to stuff. just throw them away at some point oh um, dish towels might be different but this is yeah. sponges no sponges are yeah sponges are just gross you have to throw them yeah away after a lot but with dish towels and like kitchen towels i feel like you should be able to boil them and yeah exactly fine. so anyway so anyway so i was about to start watching about cleaning our kitchen and then, but... <laughs> and then uh you and uh Adilton both kind of came out negative this week for it and then i was like okay i'm not gonna watch it then because okay, just just for uh, just for our listeners Adilton is um a writer in drama beans she writes about gay dramas okay yes. go on. She, and, and she guested her. for us in a deep dive that we haven't yet published we no. will soon be published. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Coming soon, maybe. <laughs> Immediately. Soon-ish. So yeah, okay. so I mean, I I might finish it. I've kind of lost my enthusiasm, but I'll try to go back and finish and just give you guys like a good ending okay. sort of opinion. I feel like I've sunk enough time into it at this point and I enjoyed the characters enough. Yeah. I just feel like every storyline is becoming frustrating and that makes me kind of sad. Okay. Um, and all three of us are watching 30 but 17, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. And suffering Ooh, from the lack good. of episodes because of the Asian games. Are which, you, yeah. Asian games are great, but I want my drama. <laughs> are you guys both caught up to uh, this week? Because I, I didn't am. watch the last two weeks, which is two hours, because it's been one episode each week. Like, one full, long, one-hour episode. Lots of stuff happened. Man. Oh, yeah. okay. So maybe <laughs> though though the, the cat's not out of the bag yet, so it's not like... Oh, it's so frustrating! Oh, it's still not out! Oh, oh yeah. it's still not out. I watched the first five minutes where he's like, she's the housekeeper, and I was like, oh my god. <laughs> and that was as far as I got. <laughs> Okay, no, so that, um, okay, I won't spoil that for you. But um, beyond that, it's, I know how frustrating you guys are that he still doesn't know who she is. But what I really like about this, um, the way they deal with it is that there are things he finds familiar about her and that triggers his subconscious. But he is not ready because in his head, um, Shiori, or rather, I think, uh, her, like in his head, her name is Nasomi, right? That yeah. was her friend's name. No, in his head, yeah, Nasomi. And, and in his head, it's such a certainty that she's dead. Like, there is just no way that this woman is that girl. So, it, there is no way he's just going to come to the conclusion in a sudden, brilliant flash of epiphany. It's not, I mean, if he does, it'll have to be like, um, sort of a cumulative uh, uh, thing where it, but, they, they, they have to be a lot of small incidences where the realizations pile up. He can't just suddenly so, come to the realization. There's so many near misses that That's, it's like, it feels like but it's none of those us are like, and I don't like it. But, but no, except but for the thing where she looks at the moon through her fingers, there, there aren't actually a lot of no, very no, obvious near misses. There um, are so, so many. The pho- That's my yeah, problem so too. Many. Yeah, sorry, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> there was the photo, there was... Uh, so the photo was the in the wardrobe. Oh my God. God. The wardrobe, yes. There was so much. And it's like every moment you're like, oh, yeah, that's I okay. feel manipulated. Like I know that they're baiting me. And it's exactly. quite, it's I not heavy, mind. but it's... I, don't, I really don't mind. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I don't mind because they have to know each other as they are in the present without I this guilt burdening. <laughs> but I, so, yeah, if, uh, if he found out her identity, he would sort of like stick with her just out more out of guilt than because he has feelings for her. He would uh, do everything he can to help her. It would just, uh, it would just skew up their relationship, huh? No, I totally okay. agree with all of that, and I do also want them to get to know each other and like without all of that baggage. But then I agree with Saya, like, why do they keep teasing us with like, oh, look, he's going to find out. Oh, no, he's not going to find out. Oh, look, she's going to find out. Oh, no, definitely not. Oh, no, that was just. Yeah, the part where they won't let her friend find her. I really like, I'm like, give the boy a break. Right? How many times? The, yeah, the, that made absolutely no sense to me. Someone came looking for her. This boy, um, Chan, knows that she's looking for her friends, relatives, whatever. And just because she said, don't let anybody from the hospital in, he's just going to turn away people without asking them who they are. I mean, come on. It's it, really, yeah. And then like not tell this girl. To the point where it's too contrived and it doesn't feel right. organic anymore. Exactly. Like you're and just keeping them friend. apart for no reason. Yeah, oh, and she's oh, a friend oh, from the oh, past. Like, yeah, who actually to knows... connect her to her old life. <laughs> exactly. And, like, they took away that the chance for that with the um, the classical okay. musician because oh, right. now she's, like, they were initially connected. And I was like, oh, maybe they'll become friends because, like, their lives have changed or whatever. No, it's back to, like, I'm your evil rival again. Like, oh, that was... But you know what? I think annoying. there is some hope because um, Rinkim, like, when she's not contemplating, I don't know, her, her past rivalry with this girl... Um, she's actually a really decent person. She's polite. She's cooperative. She's is efficient. She, she actually I is talented. Know, man. Okay, <laughs> but when has she been evil? Part. Except she huh? hasn't been evil, but she's like, she doesn't mean. Uh, she doesn't have goodwill towards Sorry once she finds out who Sorry yeah. is. Yeah. No, not and towards Sorry. The, but I'm the talking reason about that you're like, nice now is because she's not being challenged. Like her insecurities are not being challenged. The reason that she's nice is because she's got full security in her position as superior to everybody and with more money and with more connections and with more status. Like all of that allows her to be secure. And that's why she can be nice. So her niceness is a result of her feeling of uh, superiority and uh, security. Yeah, I'm with But I do one. have some hope that she would have a redemptive arc. It's just that Nasuri's entire character theme seems to be that she can befriend anyone. And since their, their, their arc together as adults started with her asking for uh, Suri uh, from the, the, the Yeah, but she doesn't page. see Suri as her equal. She sees Suri as someone who is um, a subordinate An to her. interloper. Yeah, well, uh, as in before she knew who she was. Um, she well, I'm, I'm not disagreeing with her, you. but didn't see her I'm, as an I, I, I am not disagreeing with you. However, I'm just saying that since their reconnection started with her liking Suri's, the way Suri's mind works, and thinking to herself, this is somebody I can talk to. But I'm the second she found out who she was... That's because the of old insecurities. Like the, the, and mind you that those old insecurities as a child had been plumbed properly by her super obsessive mother. I, I have some sympathies but for this woman. No, no, it's not that I don't get her, but I mean, she's still acting on those insecurities mm -hmm. as an adult. I mean, because I'm watching she her. She hasn't thinking, actually acted are you seriously? yet. Well, she's uh, naysaying yeah, she sorry whenever possible. And she's um, completely she, changed but, the way she talks yeah. to her. Exactly. Like, she's yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, she's been avoiding her pretty much entirely since she found out. I think I would have avoided her. She's cutting her out of the job that she put her into in the first right. place. So she's not be... as... Yeah, sorry, go on, Lisa. No, no, it's okay. No, I was going to say, like, I agree with you. I would be more sympathetic to her insecurities and be like, okay, well, you're an adult woman now. You're not, like, 15 anymore. If she had those feelings on the inside and maybe some of them leaked out, but she was still like doing her best to, you know, be a professional and be like, okay, I, I'm in this now. I hired this person, you know, but she's not doing that at all. She's being like petty and like, yeah, you know, like just, just like bitter. And, and it's and like, sorry has nothing. Sorry really has nothing. Right. And you're still jealous of her. And yeah. you have everything. You've got a career. You've got like, you know, you're, 
you've got everything that sorry doesn't have so like just to have some security in that have like are you not good enough on your own that you need to become insecure and she is good enough but i think the entire entire point of her of the, the root of her insecurity comes from the fact that she's not in her head she's not good enough she's not the best because the only way she could get the top position the way she could play with the the maestro who had chosen shori when she was younger was because shori had that accident if she had not been removed this this rin, rin kim would not have had the opportunity she did so but in she, her head it's it's chosen. not on uh 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 she was not chosen was... as a second chair no, no no she sure. was chosen for that the competition or whatever that they went for what sorry got was something that was outside of the competition it was ah, like okay. a special yeah. uh, uh thing but i i remember a conversation between her and her mother where her mom was like why weren't you chosen for that and uh she said well you know like he chose shori what can i do and she was like it's because you're not as good as shori like her mother said that so that conversation stays in my head like it, from from rinkim's uh, perspective she never earned the first position she never earned the top position because shori just disappeared so her competition disappeared she could never prove herself and now when she is at the top she still feels like it's an unearned position or that you know she can be toppled so okay. I, I it just i'm not justifying her meanness <laughs> she is totally petty and mean i'm just saying that i i like the way this woman is portraying this character and i can sort of see where her emotions are coming from i think part of it for me is the actress is it is it wang jiwon is that her name yeah oh, it is wang jiwon okay so the actress who uh, plays uh, uh rin kim's character wang uh, wang jiwon she like i've seen her play this character so many times and like she was uh, almost the same character in like what hospital ship she was fated the same character you. in fated to love you exactly she's she Aww. this is like a, a standard character for her and uh at some point i you just see her face and you're like no mm, <laughs> i think I, i'm feeling that a little bit too it's that leftover oh, okay i've never i've never seen her anything before like even uh, fated to love you, you i never fated? actually watched oh. throughout no i oh, just watched okay. like, the first five episodes and i Oh, I need yeah. romance 3 as well. I think she was a similar character in that. Um she basically was, I was that one. character. Okay. Yeah, I don't remember. She's the and good character as well. She's always uh I don't remember it was I think it says it's a cameo yeah. in his. Um she's always a cold and beautiful artist with a painful past and insecurities that she can't tell anyone. <laughs> and it's lots of jealous behavior. Right. Exactly. <laughs> okay, okay, I see your point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that can get But yeah, maybe that's why I'm less willing to cut her some slack so but mm. you've you've made a very convincing case so I am you know I'm reconsidering it now because that was that was a good a good defense. Yeah. No, I yeah. <laughs> have some good points. Is Chen still adorable? Can I just say right now? Yeah. I was really is. Shocked <laughs> when I found out that he's the same actor as the, as a soccer player from um Did Father we already strange. talk about this? Oh, that's strange. Uh, yeah, and the anniversary of Hook. Oh, we did. Okay. Then I won't bring it up. Yeah, <laughs> we can bring it up again. I yeah. think it's very pertinent. <laughs> he's so he's so good in this and he was so wooden in that. And he looks So apparently he was also in Splash Splash Love. I haven't seen that. But I didn't hey, realize that this is uh I have but I, I don't remember his face. I didn't realize this is the same actor who was um who dropped out of the drama with uh, Kim Yoo-jung, the one that uh what's his name is doing now, Yoon Kyung-sang is doing now. Oh. Um clean with passion for now. So I like cuz I didn't recognize his name. I was like that's just uh, I don't know who that is yet. Yeah. Ever. He's very new. Um but he's also the one who's turned down uh a role uh the in the Kim the next Kim Soo-hyun drama. So now I'm like oh it was him and I would have wanted to see that you know cuz yeah. like Kim Sae-yeon really she needs to have uh she needs to act with someone her own age I I want to see that I more I don't yeah. like seeing her against like you know Wait isn't Clean Clean with Passion for That's now That's Kim Yoo-jung That's Kim Yoo-jung okay yeah, yeah. So he he de- he declined that one and he also declined He dropped out of that one because remember Kim Yoo-jung was ill right, um right. and then like scheduling stuff uh, took over and, right, and right. could no longer you know uh, stay in the drama because of other things um so he dropped out and then mm-hmm. Yoon Kyung-sang uh, was cast in that but yeah that was him that would have been nice to see him with yeah Yeah <laughs> 
Oh, and now that I've seen him, I'm like, oh. But oh. I mean, I, I have to, I have to say, he was not really very good in Father Strange, except maybe like by the end he was okay. So I think Father you know, Strange. I don't think he had much to work with in Father Strange, especially when I look at him now. Like he was very clearly trying to play a character he's either very not very comfortable with, or that his brief was to play him like that. Because mm-hmm. the, it, it cannot be that in, in the span of just six months, he suddenly developed super acting powers. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> or it's it possible that good. Chen is much closer to his real personality. Mm-hmm. So it's, yeah, that's, yeah. You know, because so, yeah. he is pretty new. He's pretty young. But anyway, he makes my heart feel squishy. <laughs> Your oh. Dude, he, he gets like some of the best romantic moments. And that's just so unfair to us. Like, oh, so he, 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 <laughs> oh, that's true. I just uh, suddenly found out that he was the emo boy band lead singer in Entertainer as well. Oh, I haven't seen that. Ah, okay. Don't. No, it's a waste of time. <laughs> okay, it, it guys, something, something <laughs> I just have to mention right now. I'm looking at Asian Wiki, like the page for uh, still 17, 31, 17. And Doku has his own cast picture. <laughs> Oh, the dog. I like him. Thank you. Thank. Thank. Thank you, baby. Don't I love that line so much. <laughs> what I like? I love how he's going and correcting. I love corrects his grammar <laughs> on that. <laughs> on that little poster that he makes for himself in the bedroom. <laughs> there's there's an even better part coming up, Anissa, that you haven't seen yet. But when you see it. <laughs> We told you first. Okay. So that's all the currently airing that we've been watching. Uh, it's a rather sparse list. But um, we have been watching other stuff, older stuff. And um, should I start with mine? Yeah, go. It's, go for it. It's Full House. <laughs> so Anisa uh, got um, Saya and me to uh, watch the first episode of Full House. We uh, recorded say, a commentary on that. I can't believe that you guys hadn't watched it yet. Yeah. Like, it's such a classic. I had begun it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just only got half an episode in, that's all. <laughs> okay, go on. Burma. Sorry. I'm just getting so many My Girl flashbacks just from the your style yeah. of dressing and the hairstyles. My God, the hairstyles. But um, it just, yeah. So the, the commentary happened and it's all like, it's probably going to be up by the end of the week. So uh, next week. <laughs> or maybe <laughs> the week after. A week. Soon. In the coming days. <laughs> Some week. <laughs> But um, yeah, so do and um, I was like, hey, I, I'll wait um, till uh, Anisa and Saya have time, and we'll watch some. And then other, you couldn't wait, right? Uh, episodes, <laughs> and I didn't wait. I'm having um, Father Strange. And the thing is, I I didn't even plan on watching. I didn't even plan on watching uh, like a, a a proper episode of this. It just said, I think. Um, I, I found that it's on KBS, like KBS has made it legally available, uh, all the episodes on YouTube. So um, I was, <laughs> I, I don't know, just scrolling past stuff and I saw, I think the fourth episode and a clip from that and something pertinent that happens there. And I was like, yeah. I'll just, just watch a little I get bit. There. So yeah, it, I'm, up. <laughs> yeah, and I'm on episode 13 now. <laughs> Happens to the best of us. And I mind you, this this is important. I, I just started this like maybe five hours back. So I was fast. I, I was speed watching through the stuff. But yeah, it's um yeah. I'm probably gonna go back and watch the entire thing because I really like this drama. It turned out to be way better than the first yeah, episode suggested. And the clothing got better too, <laughs> believe it or Did not. It? Like, I'm halfway through episode two and this, uh, like, why do all of his shirts, like, open until, like, <laughs> mid-midriff? Like, okay. what is that about? Saya, that's part of the entertainment of watching this show in 2018. Come on. The thing is, when I'm watching it on my own, I can't share the hilariousness of it. So I'm just like baffled and entertained and like this i need to share how ridiculous caps. 
and share them on Twitter <laughs> and like have us join you in laughing. So with a, what is this? Especially at one point. So uh, it's not a sub, like spoiler to say that there is a very nice second lead in in this drama. But at one point, he, he very arrogantly tells the uh, female lead that I'm I'm very popular with women. All women like me. Why don't you like me? She turns to him and she's like, I'm sorry, but are you a narcissist? <laughs> That was so good. <laughs> the only complaint that I have with this drama, because the pacing is good, the characterization is good. I really like the emotional honesty between um, uh, Ji Yoon and Young uh, uh, Jae, uh, played by uh, Song Hye Kyo and Brain. Uh, I, I really like the emotional honesty there. Like every time they have an argument, because it's a cohabitation thing. And I won't go into the details of why they are cohabitating, but there are certain. Um, is it would it be a spoiler to say why they are cohabitating? No, no I, I mean it happens in the first of the yeah, yeah, it's part of the show's concept, isn't it? Okay, so great, it's it's a contract marriage, um, and it it's just that you know, like as they get closer and they care more about each other, like initially they treat each other like crap, especially Rain treats. Um, I'm sorry, Rain doesn't. Um, like, what's this guy's name? Uh, Young Jae. Young Jae treats uh, Jian pretty badly, um, but he starts caring about her, and you know, as their emotional closeness progresses and they get jealous over each other's interactions with other people. They hit out at each other, but then they make up, and it's just this this very realistic depiction of how a relationship progresses when you're you're actually having conversations. Like neither of them are admitting that they like each other, but they are having conversations because they both want to get along really badly. So like they like being together. So it's I am hooked just because of that. It's and there there isn't a lot of external conflict despite the whole i don't know love quadrangle thing that's <laughs> the second going leads on. are very ineffectual in there this. isn't that's actually a lot of either, yeah, they, they, yeah their pull is pretty much they're like asteroids not there. <laughs> but it it's just uh, okay though so uh, yeah so the second leads are pretty ineffective their relationship is great the only complaint that i have about this drama is and this was a staple of the time. How often Han Ji Yoon mm-hmm. is called stupid? I mean, not just by um, Young Ji, just by like, she. She is treated like she's an to idiot. By us too, especially like um, now that yeah. I go back and listen to our yeah initial commentary, we we were kind of calling her dumb a lot. However, her actions were really annoying, and she. As, as Anissa had said during the commentary, she gets progressively less annoying okay, even, by after the second, the second episode. episode like actually, from the second episode. I don't know why they had to make her such an airhead in the first episode. Yeah, that's like, the only way she could be scammed. But like once she starts asserting herself, her, um, yeah. But they could have made her get scammed by being nice and not like so dumb. so dumb. <laughs> you know, like she could have just been naive but not unintelligent in that kind of way. But you know, I, 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 what I found offensive was not her naivete, but uh, how um, in your face she was with, not even in your face, it's just that she, was, she would get into other people's personal space. And I, I really dislike that. Like, just like, like not having boundaries. Personally, mm. I, I really hate it. That's true. So, now that you bring that up, not she, having she's boundaries like that. is a really big issue for me. And she does not, she does not show that this, this disregard for other people's boundaries Afterwards, like after the first episode, she seems to have a character <laughs> transplant. She becomes more considerate. She just becomes overall yeah, becomes a, a heroine like, like uh, a good What's form. her name in uh, I don't my know girl. how that. Uh, what is her? Oh, gosh, what's her name? Um, Nita uh, Yeah, yeah, that's right. I think her, what was yeah. the character's name? Do you? Oh, I don't remember. It's been like yeah. 10 years since I've seen my <laughs> I honestly, like, I will rewatch this too if you guys want to do a deep dive on it. But after watching episode one, I was like, wow. I forgot a lot about this. Lita Hay, yeah. So I'm gonna have to rewatch it all. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? It's 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 surprisingly fresh, even though um, it it is like pretty old. I think it it was what um, I think 2004, yeah. 2004, right? Or five. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. So for that time, the the drama, the pacing, even the conflicts, it isn't actually too convoluted. It's it's all very much a matter of getting to know each other and starting to trust each other, which is just the majority of the romantic conflict. And I'm enjoying it because there isn't too much. 
I don't know if there aren't too many subplots or distractions or fluff. And I, their relationship well, and like their chemistry is done. Yeah, me. like you're saying, it oh, was yeah. fresh at that time because this basically spawned a generation of cohabitation dramas and contract marriage dramas. So, like, at that time, that was yeah. the conflict and it was new and so they didn't really need to add anything extra. There, there is a reason mm. it's, it's practically iconic. It, 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 oh, also, when I watched um, This Life is Our First, I was like, whoa, they're doing cohabitation so well. And of course, then I watched a Japanese original and then I was like, whoa, they're doing better. <laughs> but this one also does it really, really well. Like the whole contract negotiation, getting to know each other better, renegotiating the contract, all of those things. I, I really like how they get into it. It's, just, it's, it's a good drama, guys. If you guys want to try out something that's romantic and like where the relationship is a slow burn, but you can almost visibly see them falling for each other this drama Bonus, is a good investment <laughs> just get through the first episode <laughs> oh yeah I, I got used to them at one point I'm like huh this no, is I not mean, it bad does the like, character yeah, building oh, work of who he is right like he is the kind of he's such a big star that he can wear stuff like that it's part of his and after a while it starts looking yeah off. and also thankfully his house <laughs> clothes are less offensive Ah, okay, yeah. so that's all I had to say about Full House. Um, do you guys want to talk about... Oh, sorry, you're watching My Princess. Yeah, so, you know, it's funny because you're watching Full House and um, that's 2004 and My Princess is like 2011, but they feel like they're from the same era, um, although it's still that place where smartphones are still new and the PPL is for smartphones, not for mm. apps. <laughs> It's so funny. Um, but yeah, that's completely <laughs> random. Um, yeah, so I was kind of surprised as well with um, My Princess is that like from rom-coms from that kind of pre-2012, I would say, they have they tend towards quite sort of aggressive, jerky heroes. And in uh, My Princess, um, Song Seung-hun, who plays the uh, main character, uh, the hero, um, Again, a really nice guy, like a genuinely nice guy. There is a bit in the middle where I'm like, where everybody is just totally like, what the hell are you doing? Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone is hateful <laughs> and stupid and ugh. And, is this um, your first time watching this, Saya? Yes, yes okay. it is. Okay, I watched it when um, it was airing, so it's, it's been a while. But... Yeah, I remember, because you put it on the uh, the playlist, so I, I was like, oh. the so... soundtrack. <laughs> yeah. so, it's so different from any other K-drama soundtrack. I love it. Yes, sorry. Uh, yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> um, well, the soundtrack, I'm, I don't know, it doesn't, it doesn't catch me as much. I think Black! Like, I've seen him in Black! I was like, yeah, where right. have I seen yeah, this guy? This is the only role that I've actually thought he did well in. Oh, do you think? You know, everyone disses him um, so much, and then there's all the hand-tell jokes, and... But it's like every show I've seen him in, he's been really good. Like, um, uh, Saimdung, uh, Light's Diary, I thought he was... Um, really good in that and I really liked that show even though a lot of people didn't um but he was he was excellent in that show and then he went and did black um and that was also you know despite there was a section of the community who weren't into the ending and that's you know that's a matter of preference but um for me that show was really really good as well um to be fair those two I didn't see so my princess is his most recent one that I've seen so all the other stuff I've seen of him was before that so maybe right and you watched Dr. Jin right as well I did not oh you didn't okay (laughs) so that's one I haven't watched and I don't plan to watch and I think I've had the gummy fetus time travel thing (laughs) (laughs) so even if it's reached legendary status (laughs) (laughs) so like I don't have any plans of watching that and um I thought that watching this would you know maybe it would make this would be one of his weaker roles but it's not at all and this is like Kim Tae as well um again sort of rom-com icon for that time right uh, mm. and I keep getting confused mm. between like because um what is it um uh, Rain is married to Kim Tae now right that's right oh. so, like, I keep mixing that thing <laughs> that's right <up>. interesting <laughs> that we were talking about both of these dramas at the same time yeah. um and then like Sung Hye is not married to Rain she's married to uh Sung Joong right so yes. that, that is like my brain is always in a tangle when I try to take these two dramas apart. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is like, a, you know, those traditional rom-coms where there's an evil second lead uh, woman and 
this also starts with Kim Tae-hee being like unbelievably idiot. And it's like, you're watching her do stupid thing after stupid thing after stupid thing. And you're just oh, overwhelmed by how stupid everything is. Um, yeah. And how evil, like, the, you know, I don't know. Like, I was reading the recaps and stuff, and people were, like, you know, gleefully watching her evil, and I really can't do that. I, I take it really personally. <laughs> like, the more evil they are, the more personally I take it. Because they never, like get called out they never suffer they never pay the price well she's like super rich and also evil so no one's like she's totally evil but also she's like she plays these two men along um and and like you know she cries these tears of oh dear why are you all leaving me how can i do my evil without your support and and then the guy comes (laughs) back to her and you're like why are you going back to her and I, I haven't finished it. I've gotten to uh, like episode 13, 14 and I'm not bored exactly, but I guess I kind of am a bit because I'm impatient with it. Like the characters are being, they're not getting their correct comeuppances. Um, why are you going back to a, a, a heartless manipulative person? It does have that. people. <clears throat> Yeah, it does have that episode 14, 15 rom-com stretching out of there's no conflict, but we have to create conflict. Yeah. Yeah, it does. And then, yeah, yeah, I don't know. It was a good uh, sort of opening stretch, but I think it's just lost its momentum here at the end, and I don't know if I can bring myself to finish it, but I'll probably, because it's two hours and yeah why not get my payoff maybe she will get punished i hope i so. often feel i don't remember <laughs> whether she got a comeuppance but i did remember there was a scene near the end of the main couple that just made me grin a lot and it made me happy so there's that to look forward to and you'll know it i think I when you see it, it's a little bit different Who's doing the evil thing? Is it is it the second, second lead female or is it the first? Uh, Park Hyejin who plays the character of Oh you Oh she's doing the evil thing. Oh I thought the first girl okay, no, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, I always think when I see these like classic should I call it a classic rom-com or like a straightforward rom-com like one that's not like a romance fantasy or like a romance sci-fi yeah. or like As a, romance... a straight up rom-com yeah just a rom-com like do you even have those these days um, like one person of anything was like is the only one that yeah comes but you know, like a straight I up feel... rom-com that's not something else but when i do yeah. see them you're right they're becoming more rare especially with a lot yeah. of the fantasy sci-fi time travel and all that that's become so big um, I think maybe I always think that it needs yeah. 12 episodes and not yeah. 15. You know, like, that's yeah. the thought I, agree, I always have. I like, oh, yeah. just do that though. Yeah. Absolutely agree. Which is why 1% uh, of anything was so great, because it was, like, 35 minutes an episode, and it was, I think, 16 episodes, so... Yeah, it was there's, not enough, there's not enough story there to sort of stretch it. I think that's always been the problem with, um, with rom-coms, is that they go on too long. Um, and, you know, minimum two episodes too long if you ended it at 12 it would be perfect and i can think of for example because this life is our first that should have ended at uh, 12 episodes mm-hmm. secretary kim, That's should, exactly have, what I was yeah, secretary kim should have ended at 12 episodes yeah um absolutely it's like there's so many shows that would have been classic like really good if they had ended at 12 but My by going on love, to 16, the greatest yeah. love definitely should have ended before that whole no no i'm sorry <laughs> i enjoyed every fluffy like unnecessary episode i that, that whole uh, thing with the part where the ambulance comes and then they do like a two-month time skip made me so angry that I can't. Yeah, exactly. oh, I mean, the time well, skip I, was uh, not uh, my was not my favorite yeah uh, yeah, yeah. i'm bitter about that one. <laughs> yeah um same with master's son what the hell with the time skip but uh, it's like a mandatory yeah. <laughs> time skip you have to have and then when you when you actually would benefit from a proper time skip they don't do it i think the only time skip that i was really happy with was the one in i'm not a robot that yeah, made that so was a good sense. time skip was- everything yeah, that about was, that, that show was sense. excellent like i yes. don't have any and i'm hoping for a time skip in this one still 17 um it's it just she needs to go out into the world and live a couple of couple of years 
I mean, not necessarily not without him. No, yes, but not... <laughs> okay, come on, just for the woman's thirty, she can't take a couple of years oh, no, off. Because I like okay. them together so much. Oh, I love them I also, together. I mean, like, I'm so because sorry, he ahead. really so needs like he uh, benefits from. It's not that she's benefiting from him solely. It's that he is finding the uh, like he's. A, becoming able to manage uh, like a normal human being in the world because of her as well. So it's like they mature right. each other. Yeah, the, the, it's like not what we were worried about. Like, you know how we were worried that she's like a 17 year old and he's an adult man, but he's not really an adult man. Yeah, so like, kind of, he's like yeah. helping yeah. each other grow up. Yeah. yeah, like the arrested development is, is, is yeah, exactly. They're both um, pulling each other to the stage of life that they, they should be at. Right. So it's nice. In, 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 oh, that beach scene where they talk was so. I love that. That scene. was. I'm, like, I'm so glad that happened. Sin. That that much information was very needed, very necessary yes. for Shori to understand where Gong comes from, like wh- why he acts the way. He Don't acts. you love the way that so. Chan always calls him Mr. Gong? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everything about Chan is so and sometimes, sometimes when he's like really frustrated, it becomes Mr. Gonga. <laughs> He's totally like, come in, ducklings. You know, one of my favorite scenes for a while was that moment when um, Chan just like sort of peeks into uh, Gong's room and he's like, oh, I have something very important to tell you. And he's like, what? And uh, Chan's like, um, oh yeah, dream about me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sort of does you gotta love the moments where yeah, you gotta love the moments where like Chan is the adult in the relationship yeah. and he's like, he's like telling his uncle, okay, stop being a baby and come home. And he's like, oh. <laughs> I'm ashamed of myself. Oh, so I love their relationship. It's so, so. I good. also love how Jennifer is like so stern, but she's like a squishy marshmallow on oh, the inside, and her relationship. Are... Is really uh, it's she like gets they've the sweetest expression on her face when she sees them together. Yeah, I know. The shoes. She's clearly like she needs a family. They are a family, and like it's just. Um, I love like, the yeah. shoe exchange the between her and Sorry too. That was that was so great. Sorry, I need to say that again. I loved the shoe exchange between Jennifer and Sorry. That really warmed my heart. Oh, yeah, that was, no, that was super sweet. The only troubling part about that episode was when she's like, I am independent, I'll go off and live alone. And then the apartment <laughs> owner is like, wait, I'm back. I just can't do it. I actually like, really loved it. About it was so embarrassing. I think it was back. wherever they're taking us they're doing it so smoothly and with so much sensitivity that I'm actually pretty happy with the way the drama is generally going even though I might have personally chosen a different route I'm actually happy with how they're doing things the only thing that um, comes to mind like once they do establish a romantic relationship is just that the physical aspect of it like these are grown-up people well, you know, like not mentally in Shari's case, but these are grown up people. If they establish a relationship, yeah, sooner or later, like uh, it, it inevitably becomes a physical, whether you get married or not, it becomes a physical relationship. And the troubling aspect here is that this girl is so inexperienced. She can emotionally mature, like at, at 17, people are pretty emotionally mature. I mean, and some people would also argue otherwise. Like, uh, anyway, <laughs> my point is that she just needs space and he this this guy um Wujin is sensitive enough to give her that and I think he would willingly give her that but they have to show us that he he understands that she needs time to grow up in a you know like in in the safety of 
their relationship. It's just I want their relationship to be charged for a bit Honestly, longer. Honestly, I think that they're like, um, at the same place pretty much in terms of emotional yeah. development. I don't think Look, that yeah, you've I mean, got Woody's an edge on her relationship. I think they'll no, be maturing together. He doesn't have anything on her. I mean, I think they're maturing he, he together. Whatever's a first for her, be, her is a first for him. They might be emotionally maturing together, but there is a difference in life experience. Yeah, but you know it's what? He's never dated. So it's not like he he has not had any experience. Yeah, he doesn't give off the vibe of being someone who's like really. Saya, I I I have to like I have to contradict you that um even though. A, a, a person who's 30 years old may not have dated, actively dated, but the amount of information about dating, relationship, conducting relationships, keeping relationships, about even sexual relationships that you imbibe in all those years, that's not something uh, a 17-year-old likes, surely. Especially like surely, someone who is not interested in that stuff at all is just automatically going to have in her head. And no, but my is point is that Wujin doesn't have that either. I, he's not I'm saying Wujin doesn't have the physical experience, but Wujin does have information. It's inevitable. This, this guy does. is living and walking because in the world. Because do you remember, like, um, part, uh, one thing, he spends half the year in the middle of a forest getting very hairy. With internet stuff. access. Yeah, but he doesn't, like, he doesn't have an interest in them. Like, he hasn't woken no, up to them. The thing is that aside, aside from the fact that he is still stuck on, you know, uh, well, Suri supported that. <laughs> yeah, that accident. <laughs> and, and also that yeah, he is kind of out of the world. That and way, like he his, hasn't his moved whole on. Theory in, uh, of mind isn't even developed. Like, I mean, theory of mind is your ability to see yourself as others see you. He doesn't even have that, and that's like a really basic. I understand that, hurdle. but there is, there is a. a there, there are things like optics, for instance, are very important. In my head, when I see Sori, because of the way she behaves, because of the, the way this actress portrays her, I see her as a very young person. And the way Wu Jin acts, I see him as an older okay, guy no, with get, a younger because, personality. Yeah, you're quite right. I mean, because there's, there's points where he's really close to her and there is attention from him. Uh, yeah, okay. and now I don't mind that because the, the, that's completely normal no, and yeah. healthy. I have so, no yeah, issues okay, with that. You're, you're what right. I'm that is, he does. He does have that information to hand, and he knows what to do with it. He's just never done it. I think um, exactly. And go ahead. I don't know if he sees her mental age as a barrier at all, and we won't know that. Like I think he sees her as a woman. But I, I want I want to see how the drama treats this relationship because preferably there would be a period of chastity. But like not even chastity. I don't even know why I keep saying that word. <laughs> Especially when we know you don't even, you know, you, you like I don't going. subscribe to those values no. <laughs> but I'm just I, I really want to protect Yori. No, I mean, and in my head for some reason protection comes in the form of I don't know, chastity belts. I do understand your point. I don't know why I'm becoming such a group. Yeah, no, I mean I do understand your point, but I think the two people don't necessarily have to have the same amount of life experience for them to be in a respectful relationship where each one is willing to kind of give the other person the space that they need which is kind of what our point was with um you who forgot poetry you know um a poem a day where yeah. like that relationship oh, was but, but the girl there was much older that's true she's i mean yeah and, and she's never had a relationship she's never even had a crush on anyone this is her first relationship the first time she's feeling like this about anyone and this is inevitably going to be a very serious probably the only relationship she has in her life like since it's a romance i mean come on but, like that's the assumption but the other thing so, that i i feel it's important to note is that um even though she is sort of developmentally and life experiencely, that's not even a word, experientially, um, <laughs> at, <laughs> at 17, she intellectually, she does have that knowledge. Like she knows she's 30 years old. So she actively is doing her best to age herself up. Like she oh, yeah, has she to, she's true. bringing that's herself true. up there consciously it's not like a she's not stuck in being no, no I, I i don't think that she needs 13 years to reach where Bojan is i just think she needs a little longer than what i think what, the what, drama what I'm is, saying is i don't think we need to i don't think it's necessarily accurate to say she is like 
you know, she's still 17. Because from the moment she woke okay. up and found out she was 30 years old, she's been working so hard to bring herself mm -hmm. up to age. And mm -hmm. she's aged herself up. She's not at 30 yet, but she's close. She's not far off it. Yeah, and I don't think we need to get like preemptively too worried. Let's see how it how it shakes out. Yeah, I'm, not, can, I'm not actually at all about. worried. I'm, oh, I'm, I'm not worried either. I'm, 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 <laughs> yeah, I, I'm pretty hopeful yeah. that this drama is going to be, like, I'm, I'm pretty happy till now. Like, I, I really don't have confidence. <laughs> you sound like you're so concerned. That's why it hasn't happened yet. Yeah, to protect baby, sorry. <laughs> I mean, she is very lovable and, and we do want to protect her. It's funny because this is the first time I've seen Shin Hassan playing a character who is actually vulnerable and young. Because she's always been quite uh, in the shows I've seen her. Spunky. Yeah, and like sharp yeah, and edgy cool and strong and tough. Yeah, very edgy. She plays like the, the first um, of secrets. She plays the Makne in uh, Five Children, which was a family drama. So she's like the youngest sister. Um, and she's pretty innocent. She falls in love for the first time in that. But I don't think either of you have seen that. Yeah, I haven't seen that. Too. You guys know about that she started really late, right? Like her career, I think she started when she was 25, I think, or 26, something like that. 25, I oh, think. Okay. Um, and she hasn't actually done any lead roles until this one. And like, no, she, she was is the lead in that weekend drama right that we will not talk about or watch because it has perks. Oh, right, right, right. She was in a week. But basically, she didn't do anything to bring, us, bring her in our radar until like this one and uh yeah so i i which is kind of surprising isn't it like i i don't know if too many heroines have meteoric rises like this like especially when like her first lead lead okay lead role comes when she's around 29 like in the weekend drama and this one that was pretty close mm -hmm. together but that so, weekend drama got amazing ratings five children did and then she was in legend of the blue sea which i think got pretty decent ratings too. but she was a secondary was. character then not the main yeah. lead. i'm talking about like you know proper main lead roles which like she's a very good actress she is. i'm just impressed that she started relatively late uh, later than most actresses that I, I I see on um, K dramas and right. she still managed to get here and she's go she's definitely going to get many lead roles after this one she's doing so well mm -hmm. in this drama. What I meant was that because those second lead or you know minor characters were in such popular and high profile dramas, I think that made her, you know, be able to get the lead roles. Visible. Yeah, even though she was like later on, I'm not you know 22 years old or whatever the usual ingenue ages for, for you to become a leading lady. Yeah. Okay. Um, so before we wrap up, I have uh, one last point um, to say about Full House, which I completely forgot to mention, but it's right here in my note with pointers saying I should talk about it. Um, is that uh, the second lead, the guy uh, whose name I cannot remember right now, but this this uh, Min Hyuk, I think mm -hmm. he was so damn popular. Like uh, the YouTube KBS channel where this drama is, um, the, the comment section is full of people going like, you know what, um, Jian, you should just run away with Min Hyuk. <laughs> every comment it's was all about Opa, that, isn't he? He is. He's very sweet, though. Um, the I don't understand his, uh, I mean, excessive appeal though. Like, I'm, I'm still, I, I really like Rain in this one. I don't understand how he stands up in comparison. But what I did um, realize though, like of, of the of, you, uh, of the dramas that I watched in that particular era, 2004 and before that, uh, second leads this nice who also have like, a, who also have charisma is actually was, pretty rare like we have seen better second leads after that but back at that time um Minju's character was pretty new in that he was supportive he was interesting he was an actual legitimate rival to um rain's character yongjae so yeah i just wanted to talk about that and if any anybody thinks that that's like completely rubbish there were other second leads of the time <laughs> Please tell yeah. me. i don't know enough that's a really Let us know. point though <laughs> <laughs> because it's true that some they just usually second leads exist to create uh, 
conflict, but they're not necessarily deeply, uh, they're not detailed characters. Like uh, Lee Jung Ki of the, of the beautiful hair and the sad eyes. <laughs> my girl. <laughs> my girl. <laughs> the heroine. He's just beautiful yeah. and like, sad. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. 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 For some reason, most of them are in a bar. Did he drink a lot? I don't remember a bar. I remember a lot of like Clementines and the ocean. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because they're on Jeju Island. Mm. Yeah. Okay. We clearly focused on different (laughs) parts. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Um, We don't have a question this time, do we? No. Oh, and by the way, apologies for not doing upcoming dramas, but there are literally 18 coming up in September, and we just didn't have time to cover them all. Um, okay, so let's go to, you can ask me about my penguin joke. <laughs> Do you have a penguin joke prepared? I have a penguin joke. <laughs> yes. Uh, what do penguins wear to the beach? Flippers. Uh, That's a really good days. answer. <laughs> and again, I'm wrong. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> what did you say, Barma? Never mind, it's wrong anyway. <laughs> okay, give the answer quick, we're running out of time. <laughs> a bikini. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I but see. I think flippers is a better answer. I'm, I'm like, I'm a, I'm a convert. To yeah, totally. <laughs> Let's do that. <laughs> all right, guys. Okay, guys. Bye. Yeah, that's all for this time. Bye. Thanks, Bye. Everyone. Okay, I totally forgot we were meant to get the dad joke from Borum this month. I promise, next month. Also, I've nearly run out of penguins anyway, so good timing. Uh, You might have noticed that we didn't cover any news or preview upcoming dramas this year, and as I said at the beginning, we're planning a few changes. CZACs have been getting longer and longer and longer every month, (laughs) and because we love you and don't want to kill you, we're going to separate that segment into its own episode. Kidehaseyo, look forward to it. Uh, Let us know what you've been watching and what you're looking forward to this month. You can reach us at starsinourpocket at gmail.com, tweet at us at Podcast, or leave a comment on our YouTube or SoundCloud pages. Don't forget to subscribe to us for twice-monthly episodes on SoundCloud, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you're using Apple Podcasts, we'd really appreciate if you could leave us a review as that helps people find us. That's all for now. As always, thanks so much for listening, you guys. Bye!